work really hard on something, but um, appreciating the flaws and going with your mistakes yeah. to propel it to something that's imperfectly perfect to you. Beautiful mutants. Fully out of control, imperfect, imperfection, you know? Beautiful mutants are a uniquely modern subspecies of Homo sapiens. We are the result of a specific evolutionary pressure, the inevitable result of the cultural climate of the last 90 years. The mutation accounts for the breakneck pace at which society has changed. The influence of mutants on human society. We are responsible for almost all advances in physics, medicine, psychology, sociology, philosophy, and especially communications, art, and music in this century. The product of the cultural fallout of the atomic age. A mutant has no outstanding physical characteristics. The mutation is inside the head. In fact, if we have any single defining characteristic, it is our attraction to the bizarre. Somewhere in the distance, the world's great cities are burning like birthday candles. And out of nowhere, a voice. Bobolith, Totep, Kuzfathro, Bobolith. Hello, my darling co-conspirators of wonder. Welcome back to the return of the beautiful mutant space cast. I'm your host, Dusty Santa Maria, and it feels so very good to be making this show yet again. Life is a dance. Death is a pantomime. October is a plume of smoke, calling those who have the courage to, to touch, touch themselves. themselves. I am as stubborn as a pendulum in a trance, and the morning comes like a sad-eyed model. Today's guest on the show is the long-overdue gallery owner and artist, Alaya Parisi. I have to apologize to Alaya. This um, interview, conversation, this conversation that we did has been stuck in my computer for maybe five or six months. And um, I had intended to get it out a long, long time ago. But it's, it's out now, Elia, and I hope you enjoy it. You have beautiful things to say. Elia runs the Vonzimer Gallery in downtown Los Angeles and is the founder of the Imperfectionism Movement. Please allow me to read some segments from the Imperfectionism Manifesto. Imperfectionism is an art movement founded by Alaya Parisi in 2014, which embraces the accidental nature of artistic creation and incorporates apparent mishaps into the art. Since its founding as a 21st century avant-garde movement and creative philosophy, imperfectionism has impacted art, music, fashion, 
and other forms of creative expression. Rather than pioneering a specific artistic aesthetic or medium, imperfectionism defines a method of self-knowing through the arts where intuitive decision-making, raw expressive impulses, and imaginative self-discovery are the foundational tools. Imperfectionism as an artistic movement is unique in that it consciously recognizes the full capacity of the human being through the lens of creative exploration by connecting individuals to their sense of self-identity. The singularity and individualism characterized by imperfectionism is mirrored in the artistic works created with the imperfectionist method. When one utilizes imperfectionism as the driving force behind the creative process, the outcome is inherently unique and can never be imitated or reproduced. Imperfectionism innately creates works of art that act as time capsules or moments of human consciousness where judgment, premeditation, and the curation of intention do not exist. Since there has been a lack of a unifying art movement or group of artists that could collectively assemble for about 20 years, <laughs> Aliyah has decided to write this manifesto and formally invite all artists to decide if they have ever used the imperfectionism method or are interested in exploring it. This will create a conversation between artists supporting the first free artist community globally since society now enables this global communication through the internet. We have the opportunity to stand together as artists and as imperfectionists. And with that comes the chance to protect the creatives coming in the future from hyper-materialism, herd mentality, and ambiguous self-worth. As well as to end the mind state of competition and give each other a hand to articulate and emphasize what our value and strength is in society. And to put the art into the hands of artists yet again by giving a platform to articulate demands and guidance. I've always kind of considered a liar to be a younger brother. It just feels that way to me since we met um, in Los Angeles at the, where was it? The Church of Fun. I played a show at a DIY venue called the Church of Fun. And a liar came with his crew, bought a record, told me at a gallery, I wanted to do the Beautiful Mutants art show, which ended up taking place there. Anyhow, all of this is to say that um, I'm happy to showcase and feature some of the incredible people I've met on my travels on the Beautiful Mutant Spacecast, and I hope you enjoy it too. If you do, and you want to support the show, please do it by liking and subscribing so that it can get out to more of the Beautiful Mutants. And there will be really lovely little secrets which you could unlock by being a Patreon subscriber. Okay, without any further ado, my dear ones, here is the real Alaya. We had the grand opening January 2020. Yeah, a little more than a year now. And before that we were like in the smaller space where Dusty had um, I had the Beautiful Mutants art show. Yeah, Beautiful Mutants art show. With, with uh, Moira um, at, their, at the old Bonzimer space. It's yeah, like, where they, they performed music, but also had all their art up. It was such a good show. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Some right. people remind me of that still. Oh, really? Yeah, they're oh, like, sweet. you know that show? That, Dope. What was that Beautiful Mutants? 
Now you're on the Beautiful Mutants podcast, the audio version of the same uh, energy, the same energetic immersion. (laughs) Here at Vonsmer Gallery, downtown Los Angeles, my good friend Alaya. Derek Hunter's here with us. And uh, Alaya, man, so um, tell me, tell me what is imperfectionism? Um, So it's really an art movement and a philosophy as well an art philosophy so so to say um i've had the idea in 2014 or something and i released an album called imperfectionist and with that idea came the whole like like i just developed it with time like oh this should be a movement and told friends like i have this idea and everyone been supportive of it so now um, it's just come the time has come where I I really want to get it out there and get it started so that's why I've planned a group exhibition an introduction to imperfection sweet what so what as a philosophy what would you say oh okay so um, it really can be in all forms of art but it's, um, I think the simplest explanation would be um, to work really hard on something, but um, appreciating the flaws and going with your mistakes yeah. to propel it to something that's imperfectly perfect to you. Yeah. You know, it's like something yeah. that you could have not achieved by planning for it. Yeah. But you achieved it by surprising yourself because you went with those things that make you yourself. Beautiful. Like, yeah. It's like reality itself, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like reality is perfect as it is. You know? right. It's this human perception that kind of like goes into it mm-hmm. and finds, finds a, and Im- imbalances or whatever. But, but as it is, it's just going to be. So right. It's a cool and, and as we've hit, I feel like we've, we're hitting this kind of wall with mainstream culture from pop pop songs to mainstream movies to even like overproduced artwork that's really like you know made by a huge team or something you know that is I feel like we're hitting this point what do you want some split sure yeah. we I feel like we're hitting this point where um, they're making these things that are um, they need to make money, right? So they have a huge audience at this point that they need to um, consider this audience. Mm-hmm. And with that, they make something that is supposedly perfect mm-hmm. to, to appeal to all this big audience. Mm-hmm. And, and really, it has no appeal anymore because it's, it lost its real appeal. To, yeah. you know sure. it has no flaws has no things that you know um, would make you interested I think yeah totally yeah because when I hear pop songs it, it makes me it hurts me almost because I don't know what the hell they're saying I know they're not feeling those things right? yeah. yeah and it defeats the point of what was like what is art right you want to make you, we're making art I know you too we're making art to put our um soul into it really or whatever we want to call it you want to put your 
you know emotions into it you want to put your all into it right yeah. and you see that um that i feel like it's being lost you know with yeah. with kind of mass production of content totally yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like making our i was just saying this to derek earlier like for me it just it feels like putting up like a smoke signal i mean like hey this is where the, the campfire is here if you could see this signal like come hang out you yeah, know? yeah like yeah. we're having a thing over here yeah. and uh, you're welcome if you can follow the path to get here and i think with what you're saying just the mechanization and the map the mass marketing of these things it's just part of like uh um well i mean it just seems part of like what what feels like a agenda of just like the mono like the monotonous like monoculture kind of uh predictable behaviors of of of, of the human condition right and like and um any kind of creative endeavor worth its salt is, to, is like holds a can holds a carnival mirror up to that and be like, well, look at like look at there's there's more thing like you don't have to um, you can behave anomalously, you know, which is kind of like the best thing that I think that people can do because like at this point in history, like artificial intelligence can do everything linearly that like a human being can do probably better except for like that kind of confused part in the middle where you don't really know like that's where the good shit is that's like the human thing right where you're yeah. like i don't fucking know let's <laughs> yeah. do it <laughs> yeah and we don't i feel like we don't want to lose that right and, and and it will that i'm thinking with this movement i'm thinking ahead of time that's why i came up with this six years ago but i'm thinking ahead of time because it's like if we're don't propel you know the human mistakes if we don't accept that what we are you know has flaws in it yeah but makes it beautiful yeah right? if we do not accept this is actually going to be detrimental to our health i think oh sure you know because oh, totally. we're going to lose that yeah um, yeah totally because then the because like that brings up kind of things like a uh, beauty standards or like condition like and who's like making who's sculpting this like who's sculpting this image of what is fucking like yeah in this in this circumstance like beautiful you know like all bodies all bodies are beautiful you know and it's really like a radiance if you just like I'm, I'm taking it from art to like body image but like if you just kind of like show up and like i'm here like i'm alive here you go <laughs> yeah with that like yeah. there is an internal kind of quality that resonates outward right. that is like, yeah like, and and the same you. thing goes i guess with you know uh, mental anxiety and all that sure sure because you know? people feel don't feel comfortable with who they are in right. general right and right. i think it, it has something to do with it you know because it it there is a standard Totally. That you're supposed to live up to or something and that you're disappointing right you're yeah. like oh i'm not quite who i'm supposed to be or right <laughs> something right. like that and i can imagine for like for for y'all who are like a bit like a, maybe a generation younger than i am too who kind of like grew up in the like more of the shit storm of that type <laughs> of like yeah. that type of marketing techniques you know yeah and it's I mean, it's really cool to see you doing what you're doing and kind of like making that same uh, smoke signal to, to get people to the same campfire, even with all of that. I mean, like back in the day, um, photography um, was uh, detrimental to realism. Right. You know? Right. Because it, <laughs> right. it changed realism as a, as a genre. Totally. Yeah. Totally.
And with that video comes... killed the radio star, and internet <laughs> killed the video star, and like Amazon killed the Walmart. It had yeah. Walmart. Yeah, but it's always this. And it's then a, no one's getting self portraits anymore. Right. It's more of like family portraits, like photos. Right. Right. There's no there's no technique in it anymore. In a way. That was the voice of artist Cheyenne Washington. Totally. Yeah, and then yeah, and then portraits turn into facial recognize like the face recognition. <laughs> and then I think to be considered is also that at this point, since um, like in in mainstream history, yeah, books. I think the last big um, art movement might have been, you know, twenty years ago. Right. About and with that, I, I I have a gallery and I can see it myself. Right. That I I know that since the last twenty years, it's about the art market. You okay. know what I mean? Not like a movement. There's no specific art movement that's okay. in in the forefront. It's about individuals sure. and how they do, how much money they make in the art market. That qualifies someone as an artist. Yeah. It's really you know, and critics help me make you sell more but it's going to be about how much you sell and there's really um there's some horrible artists selling mm. for a lot of money mm. like they, this is really even poor quality mm. you know mm -hmm. but they're selling for two million and it um, qualifies them to be good artists mm -hmm. because that's how we measure mm -hmm. people these days you know so i don't think that's also like it's it's so much about the individual yeah. You know, this is this person making this amount of money right. that I feel like the is I'm trying to kind of break that apart too because imperfectionism it does elevate the individual, right? Sure. Because it's all about that. Yeah. What do you make? But it it elevates it to be a part of a bigger picture. Yeah. You oh, know? I love it. <laughs> like I love it. Be be individual in a bigger picture of like oh we're all. We all know we're imperfect. Yeah, but we I think love it's it. beautiful. And there's momentum. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's a lot of there's a lot of momentum when you put something under the umbrella of like a, an art movement. You know, you're like, oh, what's this? Like yeah. my first response, yeah. I was like, oh, what is this? Like yeah. an art movement? Like really? And then I read and then I read the manifesto, and I was like, oh, I like I like I like that. And then yeah. I just kind of like didn't think about it, and then I saw that the manifesto had been translated into another language and that you're doing a show and then this this momentum kind of picks up where you're kind of just like oh like oh a movement yeah yeah, yeah a movement and you get really into it and then like and it becomes kind of like a fun um becomes like a really fun costume to wear yeah. around you know i know some people so, have actually been excited about it come came to me that i wouldn't have thought they would read you know yeah. that they're interested yeah like one musician that I had never thought, you know, he yeah. came to me like, I love it, you know, Sweet. Like, you know like, Sweet. oh, cool. Like, yeah, because so. you know, what? You, you might just like, it might just like break thought for, for somebody who maybe he hasn't even like considered yeah. anything and like then, that. And then, then, then I, and like when I did like come up with the kind of name six years ago, I looked it up, you know, yeah. and all there was is the pretty much self-help books. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they, you know, and that's when I knew, oh, okay, this is possible because this is no comp, there's no real, no one else doing this. Yeah, cool. That like, and it's pretty hard to find things on imperfectionism oh, oh, yeah. besides that like cheesy help self help thing. 
And so now with the with their manifesto, after I posted it, there's uh, someone reached out to me, a UCLA student, Sweet. into art writing things. Sweet. And he's like, I love it. And now he's my intern on that. Sweet. And he's helping me. And he awesome. sent me an essay. And then Gary, a curator who's really, really well read in the art stuff, he yeah. sent me like three articles on Wabi Sabi, oh, a yeah, Japanese yeah. art yeah. movement that like has imperfections yeah. Well, um, yeah that includes all that and but the, then the essay he sent me was really good because it really referenced um past the past when they did mention imperfections more in aesthetic sense and it was mentioned also a lot in gardening cool. because at some point they were doing a lot of symmetrical perfect gardens and it was too, people didn't like it, you know, it's, right. this is too nice or yeah. something uh, for nature to be like that. It's sure, weird. It so then they were working really hard on making imperfect gardens, <laughs> uh, aesthetically <laughs> imperfect gardens, but they still had to like plan it out, you know, uh-huh. and do it. This is the voice of the writer and founder of Love Chaos, Derek Hunter. Like grunge scene, uh-huh. people would spend hours to try to look like they were like, <laughs> just woke up, right? Cuts in your jeans, paid a thousand dollars for these ripped jeans, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, God, what do you think people are chasing when they're chasing that, you know? Like, when, like, something comes on the scene like that, like, like a, you know, a, in the grunge case, like, like a ripped kind of thing, and then, like, people are like, oh, I resonate with that, and then, like, what, like, if at that point, you're already chasing a ghost. Yeah, yeah. well, I, re- I remember being... I hear that. About actually being, which is, like, reverse, in a way. Right, right. Like, you want to belong to something that you aren't Totally. But you try. Yeah. Totally. That community is like... Totally. They see. Yeah, because I remember in Switzerland, there's like, we didn't have any stuff like that, right? And I'm in school, Mm -hmm. and this one girl from one day to the other comes and she's emo. (laughs) Like, oh, like, you know, the whole thing. And we're like, all of us, we're like, uh, maybe fourth grade. We're like, what is this? We're like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Like, and she was like, I'm emo, she explained it to us and stuff. Yeah. And we were just like, we didn't get it, you know, but she explained us the whole thing. So then we were aware that yeah. there is emos. Yeah. But like, there was the, she was the only one. She That's was like cutting herself and it was just so weird. But I remember, grade? oh, and then there was a one kid, we, we also, there was all Albanians that really, they all hated skaters. So there was no skaters in my school. But there was one kid, he became a skater. I don't know how he had the guts to admit he was a skater because yeah. everyone was like <laughs> bullying him after that. But then I was like looking up like, so I was like, oh, so you can be a, and he was a skater from the style. Yeah. Like, so wearing those shoes, whatever, right? Sure. And I was like, oh, so you can be a skater, you can be an emo. I was just like, so I looked totally. up on Google like, what can you be like but yeah like you know like the way i couldn't phrase it right yeah so i yeah. couldn't find out if there's other things besides emo oh, that's so and then at one point i saw like a goth and i was like oh and, and like they were like 
they were these goths were hanging out at a main train station in Zurich. Uh-huh. And they were way hardcore, right? And they, we, I was asking them, oh, like, so you guys are like emos? And they're like, no, oh, fuck emos. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. But those things always confuse me. I think as artists, you know, we're just, we're just who we are, kind of. That's no, like, the thing, too. I, I always thought, like, you know, the difference between someone who's emo and a, a goth was like, an emo person says, I'm fucked. And a goth person says, I like, fuck the world. <laughs> yeah, 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 something like that. That's a good that. distinction. Yeah. I think that's what it is. They're like, um, the emos are whiny. Mm-hmm. And they're like, the, the goths are tragic. Yeah, they're, they're definitely <laughs> tragic, for sure. They're like, it's like Oscar Wilde. I looked up this thing on England. Yeah. In England, I think in the 80s, to 70s to 80s there was literally so many movements right, right there was, was the skinheads yeah. there was the the what, what <laughs> there was all kind they were all like yeah they, there was emos and yeah. they were all in, yeah in like hanging out at the same time yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah all of the all the different kind of badges of association that people <laughs> and this was really sure. serious and i think they were super confused Right. Literally, like because this, 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 everyone thinks skinheads are racist, right? Right. But they're not. They're right. they're like love reggae yeah, and are totally. super liberal, and totally. they look like the neo Nazis, well, which there came. Were they were there. exactly there so were it's, it's all kinds of confusion yeah. in that. You yeah. Know? And then there's the and then there's the <laughs> but whole, their like, literal heroes are Jamaicans. Like. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then the, you, there was the, I remember Sharps was the thing that I learned growing up, right, skinheads against racial prejudice. And it, it, was, a, it was all dependent upon, when I was coming up, it was all dependent upon what color your shoelaces were, right? No, like the, color, the color scheme of your boots and your shoelaces, do you remember, remember this? No. Really? This was like a thing in California, if like you, this is, it's so... In the it, punk scene? Yeah. I heard it's about like, this. It's actually. like if you, if you wore red Doc Martens yeah. with white shoelaces, then like your discrimination is towards a certain type of people. If you wore like fucking black Doc Martens with red shoelaces, like you're cool. I might be mixing up the color scheme, but, but it was like really speci- it was like really specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was yeah, I was like tw- 13, you know. So I took this as like gospel truth. I was like, okay, like this is how it is. All right. And so it yeah, it's so interesting, and it's still this way, you know. Like with things that we consider to be like standard reality now, it's like no like none of it is really fucking that stable <laughs> like, I don't know, like go any direction in any which way and you'll realize you know fucking nothing yeah right like i, I just i think about this with just the way that like people would associate allegiances to like countercultures it's, it's funny point. because there is people who are like super committed yeah to their counterculture right yeah and uh, like and it gets out of style these yeah. things are just in these all phases, right? Yeah. And like some people are still like glam rock. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, sure. Or sure. my friend he loves heavy metal still. Yeah. Like yeah. and he's a metal guy, but it's like, you know, it's dying. Right. This is nobody likes it anymore. Right. God, stuff. even even and, just like and, guitars. And it's just like, like he's like in this like boat of like fuck, man. Like yeah, he knows this is like it's ending. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know. There's always yeah. There's always like a recycling of things. Definitely, yeah. and that's what makes, and it's really interesting when you kind of can take the recycled thing and like 
insert some kind of new energy of like youth culture what's going on then and then turn it into a new thing yeah. like in new orleans it's really beautiful like um bounce music uh-huh. came about because of the second lines that i was telling you about the second lines that would happen in the neighborhood with the brass bands playing and stuff like that oh, yeah, like yeah. with those rhythms and that energy <clears throat> like little kids would hear that you know and then as they got older teenagers or whatever they get synthesizers and kind of like repeat those kind of rhythms yeah, in the yeah, synthesizer yeah, yeah. and that was like the beginning the birth of bounce music you oh, know? Yeah. and um so we we don't know like and that's exciting for music i'm really excited honestly because yeah besides pop music there will be lots of interesting things yeah. in the next 10 years or even t- like imagining the music scene in 20 years oh my like, god yeah. what can happen i don't know yeah. because at one point when those synthesizers came out it sounded brand new but Probably, uh, like, honestly, maybe the music scene in 20 years would just be people doing, like, uh, Tibetan throat singing with no instruments at all, just like, ah. I think the human voice is, like, will always be the best instrument, really. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll get tired of all this. All the gadgets yeah. and gizmos, right? We must. And we'll just, know. like, go internal into meditation and just be like, mm-hmm. people will be like, that'll be it. It's like I've heard it all. Fuck yeah, listen, listen, years, listen to the silence. The best well, music. The thing, it's always in key. <laughs> I've always thought, like, you come to the end of something and there's nothing left to do. It's like, well, everything's already been said, everything's always already been expressed. Like, there's nothing new under the sun. But then people always find a, a way to do something new. Yeah, yeah, a new way to mix it up and re. re uh huh. And I think it just has to do with kind of just like, you know, taking the temperature of the. Of the social climate of the times right it's kind of like it's just like how you present like you could play a, a song that was written like okay if we're going to talk songs you could play like a song that was written in like 1813 you know but like kind of like put it or like move it forward with the right type of performative energy and like and it sounds like you're singing about something that happened 10 minutes ago why i fell in love with songs in the first place is because they're these tiny little like just these tiny well they're like spells first of all like you're you're kind of like <laughs> you're projecting like a a conscious awareness of, of that creative moment into the immediate environment with your voice you know mm-hmm. but also they're just like these little polaroid these tiny little scraps you know like yeah. and but, but and it takes like 2 minutes to get across like as opposed to like uh, as opposed to like a, a novel or something like that which is beautiful and it's, it's crazy right. to think back to a song like to remember yeah. a song without hearing it exactly it's like yeah like you said it's like and then that that's that that becomes a big conversation too it's like one of my favorite lines of poetry is like uh, memory is not what you remember it's what remembers you and it feels like that was song sometimes it's like you know, it just haunts you yeah you know? yeah kind of like well what is what is that yeah. you know and it's not like you're consciously remembering it it's like the song's like come back to me yeah. it's a real seductive thing <laughs> And I think the human psyche just has, it's really, it's really difficult to accept fully out of control imperfect, imperfection, you know? Definitely. It's, it's really yeah. hard to accept for any human, even like for me, I invented this movement, but I, I can't accept that, you know? Most of the time, because it's like, I think we've just been scarred over yeah. time from imperfection, you know? And from it's kinda, like it's, how can the world like how can this lion eat my child and things like over time have like sure caused us to be really yeah and it's a lot for the <laughs> nervous system to handle like i mean that the amount the, the chaotic nature yeah, yeah there, i mean to, one thing about like one thing about the pandemic times is like it did kind of show certain 
you know, certain elements of like the, the grid pa- placed over the chaos of reality that are really helpful. Like, you know, I was, it's awesome to know that you can cruise down to the Vons and like get a sandwich, like, you know, and if that's not there and like, you're like, oh, well shit, what do I do? Like, oh, I gotta make a garden. I gotta yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all of these sorts of things are just like, you know, just these things that, 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 that are easily taken for granted when mm. we talk about like, like control and consensus reality, you know, like right. it's it's awesome that like <laughs> yeah, it's it's awesome. stars are amazing. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's fucking cool that I could go get in the automobile and like drive down the road and like do something like that is all elements of like what like the benefits of of what is does look like control, you know, like yeah. the influence of human thought through um, I don't know through through gadgets and agendas, right? Like we're all indentured servants to these things now, but they're amazing <laughs> tools. <laughs> When I say these things, I'm pointing at my computer. What's, yeah, yeah. What's up? It's like, thank you. Yeah, totally. I mean, do you, do any of you do, um, I like to do kind of like, uh, I don't know, it's like an animistic approach of like talking to my machines as though they're uh, alive, as though they're like people are alive, so I don't talk to people as though they're machines, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm kind of like, I'm really grateful for you. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm really grateful for you, computer machine, for, you know, being such Allowing a Allowing us tool. to record right. Wi-Fi. It yeah. really exists, right? Yeah, that's uh, that you Indonesian can't see, God, right? Wi-Fi. You can't see Wi-Fi, <laughs> but it definitely exists. We're all using Wi-Fi. I know, it's like but, And the us. radio frequencies, ah. just in general, we don't know much about it. I'm curious about it, though. Right. But, um, you know, I, I have, uh, it, like, science is a lot of times, like, is the end of all right but I think we haven't figured out a lot we know about radio frequencies but I I have this sense that humans have some sort of frequencies right totally. that we haven't measured yet totally <laughs> yeah. oh no I'm, I'm with you like I think that that psychic capacity is is has always been there and it's been kind of like uh, we've been tricked into thinking that it's not a natural thing and I think with our with tools such like, as like the internet and this sort of thing, like it's becoming more apparent that that is something in the human kind of animal that is that, that we have access to, is like that frequency that you're talking about. Also with the Wi-Fi thing, what you're saying is like, can you, like how does that, <laughs> that like, how does that influence our thought, you know? It, Pretty yeah. soon we're gonna start to see augmented reality, you know? Yeah. And I think that with yeah. augmented reality, we'll be able to actually see and sense that type of shit coming yeah. around, you know? That's going to be interesting. Yeah. God, it's fucking fascinating to be alive. <laughs> and I know. It's good with the internet because you can be really curious and find out quite a lot about things, you know? Yeah, so, stay curious. Yeah. I, think, I think stay curious is like the best kind of, um, yeah, the best and, kind and of like, you know, way to it, approach. It sounds a lot of times corny because the hippies made it weird, but, you know, everything is connected. The last final word was connected. And with that, we have reached the end. Now the only thing left is everything.